Don't say nothing. Welcome to the Megan and Eric Show podcast. And now, ladies and gentlemen, presenting your local and live morning show. Are you ready to get this party started? Welcome to the Megan and Eric Show. Good morning. Hi, Eric. Hi. Happy Friday. How are you today? And to you. I'm good. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, I am fine. I'm wonderful. I'm feeling rested and ready to go. Oh, good. Yes. How's lavender today? Lavender is good. Uh, she is still a young little baby and she still <laughs> sleeps and eats a lot, but be... she's very cute. She smiles. It's Does she really? She does. It's going to be hard for me not to ask you every single day. Like, I know. Baby I am update. trying to think of good things to tell you right now. <laughs> All it, I want to hear the exact same thing. Exactly. I love it. it. As long as things are good and happy and healthy and fun. They are. And it's so neat to know that she's smiling. She is. Oh, good. Um, well, we were just playing Kate Bush running up that hill. Did you get a chance to... Um, Finish Stranger Things? We did finish Stranger Things. It was really good. Yeah. Uh, I wasn't quite exactly what I thought it would be. Really? Yeah. Okay, well, I think we should talk a little bit more later. Let's get the show started, shall we? I love it. All the hits, 107.7 The Beat. Good morning, it's Megan and Eric, and taking a look at today's news beat. A series of meetings next week will provide Central Oregonians a chance to talk to the Office of State Fire Marshal about the development of new defensible space code. Oregon is only the second state to create such a statewide code, uh, and the agency says public feedback is important as they develop the language. Five meetings are scheduled for Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. You'll find more information and a schedule at our website. That's at KBND's website, and we can share it on ours. Let's do that. Okay, sounds good. Um, Also, the Central Oregon Drug Enforcement Team has a new member, Ben Police K-9 Ladybug, and her handler, Detective Rob Pennick, will help with investigators. Code says Ladybug is highly trained to sniff out a variety of controlled substances except marijuana. She was chosen based on her unusually high drive to play, prey, hunt, and retrieve as well as her socialization, personality, size, and confidence. Ladybug just turned 10 and also enjoys hanging around the campfire and belly rubs. Oh, she has such a cute name. (laughs) Isn't that cute? Ladybug. Oh, (laughs) that's adorable. You couldn't get mad if you got busted by a dog named Ladybug. (laughs) Right. And taking a look at weather today, it's going to be nice and warm, high of 89 degrees. It's going to be sunny all day. Nothing threatening in the forecast so far. It's currently 57 degrees in Bend, 56 degrees in Redmond, and 53 degrees in Primeville. Your weather report is brought to you by 7th Mountain Resort. You can book your Big Eddie Whitewater raft trip today. It's the highest rated, lowest priced rafting in Central Oregon. Go to 7thMountainRiverCo.com. So, Eric, do you ever watch any food channels, food network type type things, cooking shows? Sometimes. We went through a phase a while back. It was about two years ago where we watched a couple of food competitions. And then also some of the like food, uh, um, like they sort of, fo- they, uh, man, my brain is not working well. <laughs> where they kind of focus on dishes that certain chefs make in certain places. It's like highlighting oh, what people sh- do in certain places. Sure, they're re- chef's table. I think is what they're. They call it? I don't know what it's called, but the region they highlight yeah, the region. That like, was really really poorly described, but you get it. Yes. So basically, yes, you have. It's, yes. it's oh You go gosh. through phases. <laughs> well, it turns out there's a new uh, food network show that's going to be broadcast, and it is uh, going to represent a category of eaters out there that have never had their own kind of food show. Ooh, yeah. I'm excited. We'll talk more about it next. 
All the hits, 107.7 The Beat, Megan and Eric. We mentioned to you before there's a new type of food show coming to the Food Network for a group of eaters, as we call them, <laughs> that, which I like, uh, I that haven't had maybe a show designated for their specific taste yet. Yes, there's going to be a vegan food show. Uh, it's a competition show, a, a cooking challenge, um, but for all the judges that are vegan. It's called It's Complicated, <laughs> which really is something I very much enjoy. Yeah. <laughs> um, and here's the thing. there's I don't, I don't particularly follow any specific food pattern. Mm-hmm. I'm not a vegan. I don't really need to have those options. But nowadays, more and more often, if you're going out to eat with a group of people, yes. there's going to be at least one person. So I think it's becoming so important in terms of uh, restaurants needing to have offerings that it makes sense that it's making its way to TV. I know. I think it's great. Yeah. Because then it is bringing that kind of awareness. You're right. And and putting it out there that that chefs should probably consider creating more options than just the veggie burger. And that there's all this thought and energy and put into these like really well made and intricate dishes, even though they're vegan. Yeah. And that changes the stigma for people who don't typically eat that way. Right. Yeah. So I think we're all about it. And plus, like, no matter what, vegan, non-vegan, whatever, I am so impressed by these cooking shows because I have no interest in cooking. That's what it is. It's the skill. It's like watching golf. Even if you don't like golf <laughs> and you're bad at it, yeah. you can, watching someone just land a golf ball like an inch from the <laughs> hole is impressive. It's really impressive. So there's always a chance you learn something. I, that, I, friends have recommended that. Oh, Megan, you don't like cooking. Maybe you should sit and watch a food show. It doesn't work like that for me. I don't, I don't learn much. I get wrapped into the personality or the story or I just flat out get hungry get hung that's mostly what it is you just get hungry the great british baking show i'll tell you what it did inspire me to make one cake that's a fun show and it was bad that's a very unique cooking show though it, it has really its own is, feel it? to it completely i like that show a lot and that one you do have to be careful if you're hungry watching it because my goodness the creations of deliciousness and i love desserts. oh so. i mean that's the problem if that one's just a, it's a that shows it's a walking sweet <laughs> yeah so Eric, what was you know one of your favorite back to school items that you would get right before going back? So I mentioned school supplies. I want to get specific within that though because I didn't really care that much about you know the binders and the folders and all that stuff. The thing I really loved was pens, Ooh. and still to this day, I love pens. Uh, you had to get the right one that you can kind of spin around on your finger. Oh yeah, and that also has like the gel thing, so they write real smooth. Yeah, that's nice. I used to love getting a new pack of pens. I still do. <laughs> I like getting pens too. Um, I'm a really big fan of, of those. Gosh, now I can't even remember the brand of the um, the pencil holder. Oh, like the bag that you put in the binder? Not the bag, the plastic thing. Oh right, what, what is that was even called? Oh man, I can picture the logo too. Like, oh my gosh. We're going to have, have to look, to look it, up. it up. But ultimately, I used to create bookmarks because you could color the top of the, um, mm-hmm. what are those things, box called? Yeah, they're, the they're pencil box. Pencil box? Yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about, and I can picture one. Color the top of it. Yeah, and then you... And then you put glue on it, Elmer's glue, let it mm-hmm. dry, and you could peel it off, and it was this floppy bookmark. I, I Man, this man. is great nostalgia, though. I'll tell you what, school supplies is great, and your one-stop shop for school supplies is Ben Factory Stores, and thanks to them, we have been... Accepting qualifiers all week long, we asked you that same question. What was um, some of your favorite back-to-school items so that this would enter you to win a $100 gift card? Now, what are some of the people's responses? Well, the one that surprised me, a lot of different people mentioned jeans and denim specifically. Wow. I didn't didn't think that that was its own category, but back-to-school jeans makes sense. It does. Uh, Backpacks is another big winner category-wise. And then shoes. 
Sure, of course. Which was my one of my personal favorites. Absolutely. You try to keep them clean until you start playing kickball. Yeah, that first week, like syllabus week is like the only week <laughs> yeah. the shoes are going to be clean. So we are so thankful um, for you to be, you know, had entered and told us all about your favorite school supplies. Thank you so much. Um, Eric has pulled three names out of the beat bucket. That's right. Are you ready to announce who's won $100 to a store of their choosing at the Ben Factory stores? Yes, I am. So as mentioned, this was on our Instagram story. Uh, our answers were all wonderful. And the winners are at Ashley J. Dawson 22. Congratulations. At Barrymore underscore fit. And finally, at Sav Patton. Wow, congratulations. Yeah, so congratulations, everyone. Make sure to check your inboxes. That's where you'll see if you won, and we'll ask for some information so that you can get your prizes. And thanks for playing. Well, we we did some research because, thank goodness, we have Google at our fingertips. And let's be honest, it was important. It really was. So figuring out what my favorite school supply was is the Space Maker Pencil Box. They were so... And they they stayed closed really well. Yeah, they really... They were very durable. Throw in your backpack. Well, yes. I think because it wasn't just a pencil holder, but it's because I could also create art with it. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's, that's art and also a product you can sell or, or barter with. Barter with, which was very important in elementary school. It was that, you know, coloring the top of the Space Maker logo and then completely, f- you know, filling it and covering it with Elmer's glue, mm-hmm. letting it dry overnight. You could peel it and make it. And then the color that you colored the, the box with would stick to the glue. Then you have a personalized bookmark. Gosh, I really want to do some arts and crafts. Wow. I used to make wallets out of duct tape. What? You did? I did. Look at us. What happened? I don't know. We got older. <laughs> All the hits, 1077 The Beat, Megan and Eric, and taking a look in today's news beat. OSU Cascades is close to final de- design for its $19 million student success center. Construction manager for the Ben campus says student input has been critical as they work to include spaces they want in a 22,000 square foot facility like a diversity equity lounge and academic success services. The design should be ready for city permits later this year with construction slated to get underway in March. In other news, the annual Winnie the Pooh school bus safety program is next week when Ben Lapine Schools invites new bus riders, kindergarten students, and their families to take a spin on a school bus. They'll also watch a short movie featuring the adorable Pooh Bear and learn about the rules of bus riding. One-hour sessions are Tuesday and Wednesday at 9 a.m. and 6 p.m. at the Bend Transportation Department Bus Center on Southeast 2nd. I remember riding the school bus, oh. and it was so much fun. I never really rode the school bus you to school. Didn't? No, I, I always wanted to, but I lived too close to school at first, and then by the time I oh, sure. could have, it was basically time to start driving. Right, because because there comes a point where you either, maybe there's some some friend's sibling that's picking you up. But yeah, it, it ended up just not ever working out. Yeah, elementary school riding the bus was fun. It sounded fun. The only thing was is that getting to the bus stop, my sister is so much taller than me and always has been, <laughs> that I would end up just kind of chasing after her. It's of like, um, that's my one memory about going to the bus stop. And she's Why? not going to wait for it. No, no, she doesn't want to walk sister. with me. Yeah. yeah. So I, I'm still constantly chasing after her <laughs> when we hang out. She walks so much faster than me. Uh, taking a look at your forecast, looks like high is going to be right around 90 degrees. Another beautiful day. Um, sunny conditions. Overnight lows tonight in the mid 50s. Tomorrow looks very similar today to today and through the weekend. I mean, 90, like mid 80s to 90 degrees. Perfect. Not bad. Oh, yeah. We're here for it. It's going to be a really beautiful weekend. Currently in Bend, it is 58, 57 in Prineville, and 52 in Sisters. It's going to be a 
So, Eric, coming up next, let's, let's talk about um, passwords and specifically the passwords of your significant other. If you were put to the test, like what percentage of like a success rate would you be able to break into one of Z's password protected things? I think I would have a pretty high success rate. I know like so with passwords, it's like there's like a base phrase or word or sentence or something. And then there's a couple of numbers on either side that someone's <laughs> going to, you know what I mean? And yes. I, I know what all of her uh, components are. Oh. So I would just have to mix and match a few times to get it, but I'm pretty sure I could break it. What, basically do, you, whatever what do you think? How many times do you think it would take you? Hmm, I could I could do it in five times or less. Really? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. If At least on one of the various platforms. You know how every, sure. there's so many different passwords in so many different places. I could break into something. Well, let's talk a little bit more about it next. It turns out um, there's this study it's talking about. If you know your significant other really well, there's a certain amount of times it'll take you to break into their phone or whatever's password protected but it's a pretty interesting article that's for sure all the hits 1077 the beat megan and eric we're talking about whether or not you know your significant other very well and through the lens of their passwords yes um and we have an interesting uh, article here that says if you know our survey i should say that says if you know your significant other exceedingly well you should be able to do a password break-in in less than five attempts <laughs> yeah which you were just saying that i think i could do that you think you could i do we don't hide our passwords from each other though at all and that's the other thing too is that I know I'm sure in some relationships they do yeah. um, and in certain relationships it's probably a point of contention and certain people are just like really you know really stodgy about that and they don't want anyone knowing they're anything right. I think that's just a personality thing too it, I know I think so too yeah. it was really dramatic when I was younger you know maybe like end of high school beginning of junior college you know the relationships I was in yeah. this like amount of unnecessary jealousy that would like completely overwhelm me Yeah. and and thinking that I needed to know someone's password to like feel secure. There's so much that needs to be unpacked there. Well, but, but, but there was also less social media opportunities to like feel like you needed to check up on. That's true too. But there were the, they they existed. You know what I mean? That's a that's a new problem. Yes. To have like the, right. in our parents' generation when dating was happening, you didn't need to think about whether you could get access to whatever digital communication portal yes. that your significant other was using. Getting their Snapchat password or something. I mean, there was like, other was, things to think about. Sure. But that is new right and so and tough and that it creates some really awkward conversations i get it but could make your relationship stronger yeah you know and yeah. so ultimately i think that it's funny that you could guess in lesson five do you feel like you could i think i could but you're right i had to i have to know like the base the component and i happen to know that i happen to know one component to his passwords and so i'm not gonna lie i would assume he probably does that same password for everything that's what most people do like i have i have the same one or two chunks that I like interchangeably use yes. for all my passwords. I know. But again, I don't I don't really hide my information from my significant other. It's more just to like help from the rest of the world from guessing it. Right. You know what I mean? Yes. But I don't know that I'm doing a very I, I'm sure that if a password expert examined my passwords, they'd say that I'm very at risk. <gasps> really? I'm sure. Oh, I think mine is at risk too. Don't but, you have to do like a twelve or thirteen character yeah. random password now? Otherwise someone can guess it in like an hour, like a hacker can figure it out in an hour. My like most popular password that I use that I'm starting to fade out because I'm thirty two and I need to not, it has password in it. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm one of those. I'm one of those. Amazing. <laughs> Oh, Lizzo with another summer banger. I mean, she just keeps on That's rolling That's a good out. one. Isn't I like that fun? one, yeah. It's a little smile on your face. You're jamming down the road. She's feel-good music, man. She really is. So it's really funny, actually. Um, I've been wanting to ask you this. Eric and I have a tendency, well, more often than not, he's 
always here before me. Um, but if we happen to get here right around the same time, you have been here, but you're chilling in your car. Yeah. And and so I, you know, but without me like running up to your car window super early and being like, good morning, <laughs> I let you do whatever you're up to. Because I know a lot of people like to just chill in their car. I have a, I have my own yeah. chilling in the car moments. Uh-huh. Um, and so coming up next, I want to ask you about that. All right. Sounds good. From Ty Verde's She Loved Me, all the hits, 1077 The Beat, Megan and Eric. Uh, sometimes when I pull into the parking lot here at work, I see Eric's Jeep and you're still in it. Yeah. So without me running up to you super early and being like, God, my because I know I'm going to see you. Which in like, you could always do too. I'm going to see you in like two minutes. Um, but I know people sometimes like their chill time in their car. Mm-hmm. Do you specifically get here early so you can have chill time? And also, what are you doing? Good question. So <laughs> actually, I so this is it comes from a compulsion I have where I hate being late to stuff. And it's been the case since I started driving, actually, since I got my license and I realized that I was the person responsible for getting myself places. Yes. I hate the feeling of being five to ten minutes late on the way somewhere and just like get oh, sweaty and get anxious. anxious. So I have my whole life is built around being places 10 to 15 minutes early if I can help it. Yes. No matter what it is. It's kind of annoying because I have to save off way too much time to get places. Sure. However, <laughs> I've learned that if I do get to the place I'm going with that 10 to 15 minute barrier, you don't go in, do the thing you're supposed to do because then you look like you're you're way too excited or you're way too enthused. You got to show up like on time, uh-huh. not early. Uh-huh. Be casual about it. Yeah. So in that interim time, <laughs> I've realized that that's like bonus time. Yeah. I'm typically in, in those moments, I'm like listening to music and doing social media because in addition to what I do with you here, I also do social media elsewhere as right. well. It's kind of my vocation as of right now yes. outside of being an entertainer. So it's usually like a little bonus chill slash work time. That's kind of nice. Yeah, it actually. Is. It, it ends up being really helpful because then I get like one of my many to-do list tasks taken care of, even if it's a small one. Sure. Um, and then it's just done. You and know? even like, you know, in the morning and maybe checking some emails too, yeah, just kind of going over. Just little odds and just, you know, cataloging what I'm going to need to get done. Yeah. It helps a lot. That's really nice. What a productive car hang because i'm not really like an organized person so i gotta revisit my task list all the time <laughs> and to start your day off with it exactly is not a bad way to go about it yeah. i have a tendency to constantly be running late apparently i love the feeling of being anxious oh, i can't it's, how do you do it it sucks do you I just not get, show up sweaty and anxious everywhere you yes. go I, you know what i do I, I literally don't account for drive time and, yeah. and it's so dumb because we live in a place that's real and make me 15 minutes to everywhere i'm so spoiled yeah when i lived in the bay area feeling anxious for 15 minutes compared to an hour and 20 minutes yeah, yeah, yeah. is like yes. a big difference. Accurate, totally. Um, so I'm definitely spoiled and it's like I'm I'm taking advantage of the system and people are too nice and gracious to me for being late. But um, I have a tendency because I am chasing the clock all day. By the time I get home, I haven't had a chance to kind of debrief and mm-hmm. look at my phone or catch up on things. Yeah. So I sit in my garage all the time before I get in the house because I'm not ready to like, I need to complete my day, yeah. finish my tasks and kind of like see what's up for the, tomorrow. Totally. So that I can clock off, leave my business in the garage of the car, you know, the car of the garage, in the garage, and then just go inside the house. I think that's more common than you'd think. Yeah, the like the like pre house entry log off. It's like I mentioned before. There's so many like portals we interact with throughout the day, right? And like you know, social media and email and all these. You have to like (laughs) almost schedule time to check in with all those correspondences before you can go and have like a face-to-face conversation with your significant other. Because there's been times I just get back in the house and then I'm like, oh shoot, I forgot to write that email. And all he wants to do is tell me about his day and I look really rude. So it's, yeah, you're right. It's that navigating life. That all tracks for me.
1077 The Beat, Megan and Eric. It's Friday and coming up this exciting hour. We're going to talk about the most important trait in a friend. Uh, you know, bajillion people were studied and uh, or were asked to respond on this survey and uh, came up with the most important trait in a friend. And it's a uh, very manageable it's not like huh. you know it, it's something nothing that, like huge it, yeah it's nothing huge and it's something that uh, universally we all want and i think we all can be better at and huh. it'll be fun to talk about i'm very interested in that uh we're also going to talk about a great summer job opportunity where it looks like the queen of england is looking for someone to run a pub on one of her estates so if you you're guys. looking if you have any experience in pub management <laughs> Which maybe you should apply we have a lot of people in this town yeah we do <laughs> All the hits, 107.7 The Beat, Megan and Eric. Taking a look at today's news beat. The Central Oregon Drug Enforcement Team has a new member. Ben Police Canine Ladybug and her handler, Detective Rob Pennick, will help with investigator investigations. Code says Ladybug is highly trained to sniff out a variety of controlled substances except marijuana. She was chosen based on her unusually high drive to play, prey, hunt, and retrieve, as well as her socialization, personality, size, and confidence. Ladybug has just turned 10 and also enjoys hanging out around the campfire and belly rubs. She's so cute and I hope we can meet her. Oh my gosh. <laughs> also, the annual Winnie the, Pooh, Winnie the Pooh school bus safety program is next week when Ben Lapine Schools invites new bus riders, kindergarten students, and their families to take a spin on a school bus. They'll also watch a short movie featuring that adorable Pooh Bear and learn about the rules of bus riding. One-hour sessions are Tuesday and Wednesday at 9 a.m. and 6 p.m. at the Ben Transportation Department Bus Center on Southeast 2nd. Who doesn't love Pooh Bear? I know. Uh, and taking a look at weather today, going to be a lovely day. Just under 90 degrees. Looks like the high is 89. Uh, overnight low of 56 degrees. It's going to be a lovely warm day. Doesn't look like there's anything too threatening on the horizon. No cloudy conditions to speak of. It is currently 69 degrees in Bend, 70 degrees in Redmond, and 67 degrees in Prineville. Your weather today is brought to you by Seventh Mountain Resort. Ride the river in your own backyard, make memories, cool off, and experience the Central Oregon lifestyle with the highest rated, lowest priced rafting in Central Oregon. Go to SeventhMountainRiverCo.com. It's a very lovely Friendship Friday. We're going to be talking about coming up next the uh, most important trait in a friend. Ooh. So uh, Eric doesn't know. He has not read this article yet. What What is kind of the first thing that comes to mind? I will guess that loyalty is the top answer just because I feel like that's what people think they have to say when they're talking about the most important trait of a friend. Yeah. Well, I think that that's important for sure, but it is not what these relationship experts Good. say. Good. <laughs> All the hits, 107.7 The Beat, Megan and Eric. Now, my question to you is, what is your most important trait in a friend? Oh, gosh, darn it. You put me on the spot. Yeah. Um, yeah, because I can't say loyalty now. We just kind of joke. And you know that, the real top answer. So there's two answers you can't say. Uh, there's two answers I can't say. So maybe just unimportant thing. Not maybe I think, um, I what, what is it when you're like someone's available? Oh, like emotionally available or like like time schedule wise? I like that if I can text somebody that they're going to get back to me within 24 hours Understood. and I like can guarantee that. Yeah. Just like a conversational availability. Yeah. Because yeah. there's been times where I'm like, I am having a meltdown and, and like, I don't need them. I'm very realistic. I yeah. don't need them to respond right away. But, you know, check in with me after I start to panic on a text or something. That's nice. And then they're like, sure, sure. Next 48 hours sometime I'll get to you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then I'll be like, OK, never mind. Not, this won't work. Not You're so not my much. emotional support person. Well, 
which is, you know, pressure to put on a friend. But get that's it. Also, I get it. I like to think that I'm there for my friends. So that, you want the same? You want reciprocation? Yes. So this article is all, it's talking about um, from according to relationship experts, the most important trait in a friend. Um, some people might say honesty, trustworthiness, someone you can have fun with, maybe someone who will pick you up at the airport in the middle of the night. Now, those are all important qualities, but apparently it's not the most important thing. Huh. According to these relationship experts, it seems that the most important trait in a friend is someone who listens. That is, I mean, wow. I'm actually impressed that people were able to give an intuitive answer like that, that so many people gave it yeah. and that it became the top answer because that is a trait that I will find myself constantly complaining about those people in my life who don't listen well yeah. and who have difficulty letting your side of the story enter into the quote conversation sure. and have it sort of be a one-sided thing where it's sort of downhill yes. a conversation about their life and circumstances that you're sort of fielding. Right. You know what I mean? Well, if it's so a good answer. If it feels very one-sided, you know, you're there with open ears listening to everything they have to say from great to bad. Right. And then you would like to Ex be able to express yourself and get that same support. Yeah. The you end, expect reciprocation. And when you don't get it, it's a it's a one-way street, not a two-way street. And that it, becomes a really difficult friendship. It does. It feels insulting when you don't get it back. Yeah. Right. Or it feels almost like there is less interest or importance placed on your half of things. Yeah. Which is inherently uh, not a friendship-like dynamic. Right. Yeah. So that, That's a good answer. I think that, yeah, someone that you can have fun with is also important. That's cool. Definitely. But you got to keep those ears open. Otherwise, but, it just peters out. Right. Because the fun won't last long. That's right. And then you can have nothing to relate over if you really aren't listening. Yeah. So be a good listener to your friends. Call them up and say, how are you? That goes and, for that goes for significant others, too. I got to say. Wow. Does it ever. Listen more than you talk if you can. <laughs> Coming up next, we're going to let you know about a pretty sweet summer job opportunity. It's all the way over in the United Kingdom, though. It's the Queen of England, and she's looking for someone to run a pub for her. She might be the toughest boss or the best. <laughs> Maybe she doesn't care at all. It could be really hands off. a lot on her hands. <laughs> yeah, that's true. All the hits, 107.7 The Beat, Megan and Eric, and life would be grand uh, if you had this job, or at least I'd like to think so, or think would so. it be a lot of pressure? I don't know. If you're working directly for the queen, I mean, come on. This is basically, uh, you're basically a royal at that point. <laughs> you're in the family. You're in the family. Basically, the queen of England is looking for someone to run a pub on one of her royal estates. She controls what is called the Sandringham Estate and wants to convert an old broken down social club into a pub or restaurant. They're basically looking for a manager for that whole project. It sounds like a pretty sweet gig if you have uh, restaurant management experience. Yeah, it's no kidding. And here in Central Oregon, we have a lot no of people shortage. who are yeah restaurant, pub people, professional, amazingly qualified for this. I want to know where they're taking applications. You know what I mean? Right. I'm not the guy for this, but I know people who might be. Uh, same. I, I want it to be someone from Bend. Absolutely. <laughs> and I want them to wear a name tag that has their name and then it says Bend, Oregon underneath yeah, it. totally. And then make it like, like Pacific Northwest, Northwest themed or something against the Queen's Ooh. wishes. Like pine trees and mountains and lakes. She'd be like, what? What? what What's going is on? This? But it would it would create a, a lot. Uh, yeah, which she doesn't really need probably that much publicity <laughs> for a pub. But we are here to create it. I think I think the Queen is just waiting to be told this wonderful idea. Wow. Well, we should call her. I think, you know what? Let's get her on the horn. <laughs> Bones, Imagine Dragons, all the hits, 1077 The Beat, Megan and Eric. And coming up next, if you're out and about shopping for school supplies and you want to be charitable and donate some and help everyone go back to school in style, we'll give you all the details on how you can do that.
Great. <laughs> Call back. Little Neza Barrett. You're dating a sad boy. You can hear it. From Neza Barrett, Die First. All the hits, 107.7 The Beat. Megan and Eric. You know, we've been talking about school supplies, back to school shopping, and uh, this is really neat. Mid-Oregon Credit Union is hosting a supplies for schools drive, and we just so happen to share a building with Mid-Oregon Credit Union. That's right. Love them. Absolutely. They're so wonderful. Great roommates. Great roommates. Um, and right at the front of our office, there is a bucket for su- school supplies to be dropped off at. That's right. And I know that this drive is happening at all of the different branches of Mid-Oregon Credit Union. Um, there's seven branch locations throughout Central Oregon. That's right. And it's benefiting Family Access Network, if I'm not mistaken. So pretty cool opportunity to help out and donate so that, again, all everyone who needs to go back to school can do it in style. Right. Uh, and you can do that through Mid-Oregon Credit Union. Yep. And you, if you don't want to you know, take the time to go shopping or anything, they also are taking cash donations. And uh, yeah, Family Access Network does a wonderful job and they'll collect all the items and distribute it to families in need. And I mean, I love love looking at brand new school supplies yeah. so i clearly just need to purchase some and just put it in the mid oregon bucket buy an extra set and donate one i know i'll get my set they'll get their set <laughs> it'll be great coming up next it's time for a friday chuckle if you're on the way to wherever you're going we're gonna give you a daily dose of laughter with comedian hampton yount uh Super funny to me. I actually once saw Hampton in a roast battle at the Denver Comedy Works, which to me was like the absolute fun, probably the funniest live comedy show I've ever been to. I almost, whoa, really? I almost wet myself. It was a very what funny was show. So funny about it. It was a roast battle show between him and a comedian named Sam Talent, who's getting very popular nationally. And they just, I mean, it was just hit after hit after. They hit. roast it was each just, other. It, yeah, it worked out. So it was like they were both on stage and they were just trading barbs. And it was, oh my gosh. I'm not usually a huge fan of that format, but mm. it was just so funny. So we're gonna. Uh, hear about his uh, theory about conspiracy theorists coming up next. It's your daily dose of laughter on 1077 The Beat. I'm from Virginia, the South. It's terrible. Don't woo. <laughs> it's the opposite of a woo. It's more like a. Argh! It's the worst. My uh, my relatives are all like hardcore conspiracy theorists. People like my my stepdad, huge conspiracy theorist. And the thing is, if you've ever gotten in a conversation with a conspiracy theorist, you can't win the conversation. You know what I mean? Like, they have to be right. This is the only way I found you can win a conversation with a hardcore conspiracy theorist. You have to out-conspiracy theory them. <laughs> it's the only thing they know or respond to. You know what I mean? Like, if you get in a conversation with somebody and they're like, oh man, look at the photos of the moon landing. See that? The flag's waving. Why is it waving, man? There's no oxygen on the moon. Open your mind, man. You just gotta look him right in the eye and be like, wow, you believe in the moon? <laughs> what are you, seven? That was your daily dose of laughter on 1077 The Beat. If you're catching yourself doing some Rick rolling, it makes sense. Young Gravy did a great job just incorporating a little Rick Astley into that. That's a great sample for that song. Doesn't that work? That's one of my go-to karaoke songs, by the way. People forget that that one brings the house down at karaoke. Oh, it's so good. So good. And it's so good the entire time. It really is. Everyone knows it now, too. Great song. Yeah, yes. Very good. Um, Hey, so apparently, Eric, guys, listen to this. Eric is now caught up with Stranger Things. You have completed the last season. We did it. We watched the whole thing. I loved it. It was fun. Was it? Yeah, it was super fun. I, I didn't, like I said before, I didn't think it was going to end so clearly that they were going to do more. 
I thought it was going to be a little more of a cliffhanger. Like, you know, did they kill him or didn't? But instead, it was very clearly that there's going to be more. There's going to be. I couldn't agree more. I was very surprised by that as well. Which makes sense because it, it, you forget that it was a TV show the whole time. Yeah. The, the way they did those last two episodes made, made you feel like you were watching a movie and you really expected an ending. Right. But really, it doesn't make sense because they never planned on ending it there, I'm sure. Now, which character was your favorite? Well, I loved a lot of the characters. I think the strong suit of the show is that they cast and they cast incredibly well and they get great performances out of people. Mm-hmm. But my favorite like little isolated moment in the whole show is the Yuri character. Oh, man. The helicopter uh, peanut butter smuggling guy. I mean, that guy <laughs> took a small, fairly small role and made it everything. Yes. He did such a great job. Really fun to watch. Really? Well, I, I love it when a, a bad guy is funny. <laughs> yeah. So you like kind of help, but you like him. Yeah. And he was he was very clearly always a bad guy, though. You know what I mean? He didn't he wasn't so funny that you're like, this guy's going to turn. I actually wasn't sure if they were going to be able to get him to comply. Right. Which was fun. That was really fun. And that he was so mischievous about it. And I mean, Katinka. Yeah. I mean, everything from the accent to the performance, his charisma. Yeah. He was outstanding. And that little tiny role made the whole show. And right now, the studio audience is going absolutely wild. Yeah, right. Because we just flashed on our giant uh, digital billboard that we have here in the studio. (laughs) uh, The graphic, which which lets everyone know that our very own Megan, who sits right across from me in the studio that we're sitting in right now. Oh my gosh, I'm blushing. Is Central Oregon's best radio personality for 2022, according to the Source Weekly polls. Well, thank you. Thank you. A huge congratulations. (laughs) And it's not at all surprising. Uh, It was for, for me, for sure and i don't think myself or any of the studio audience is surprised at all thank you of course it's been uh i'm so incredibly flattered and i mean you know i had mentioned it yesterday on the show too that i've been doing this for seven years now i love it i love coming to work so it's just you know clearly reflective that i, I love it so much yeah and that it's i've gotten a chance to get to know people out in the community all these years and be a part of it and i love living here and i yeah. love I love everything Central Oregon. Well, clearly they love you too. And I'm very glad that uh, you got the kudos that you got. Thank you to everyone who voted. No kidding. Thank you. Uh, it was really sweet. The Source Weekly threw us a best of party. Cool. And we were able to go pick up a certificate. They gave us some drink tickets and some uh, you know, tokens for food. Nice. El Sancho was there. This was downtown a couple of nights ago, right Very under cool. the trees. It was beautiful. And and that was neat to, um, you know, kind of get to network a little bit and yeah. meet some faces and put some names of faces. We read so many press releases, you and I. Of course. And that it was really nice to meet Lynn. Yeah. Actually meet Lynn from the Humane Society. Oh, she's wonderful. So we got chatting over the fact that she knows you guys and yeah. that paired Pocket with you guys. Of and course. I said, Lynn, do you know that Eric has a tattoo of Pocket's head on his arm. <laughs> <laughs> so that was cute. We got, My favorite tattoo. We got to talk about you guys and everybody's so well connected. It's really fun. But well, good. And congratulations again. I'm glad that you got to have a nice little reception and got Thank to get, put you. a little feather in your cap. You deserve it. Thank you so much. We're celebrating World Elephant Day. I love elephants. Have you ever ridden on an elephant? I've never ridden on an elephant. That would be fun. That would be. Uh, I've been very close to them, though. I got very lucky when I was on my study abroad, which was semester at sea. We were in South Africa, and we got to do like a wilderness expedition on a nature preserve in those like open safari vehicles. Ooh, yeah. And we got to pull like right through a herd of elephants. It was very, very cool. Wow. Yeah, I whole think that family. was spectacular. I think they call it a pod. Did they make did it make you nervous? A little because they are so massive and there was like, you know, eight to ten of them. And then there's a baby, so they're a little protective of the babies, but it was adorable. Those little babies are so cute. I mean elephants, they're just so adorable. 
congratulations to everybody who won our giveaway today. Uh, we did a back-to-school promotion with Ben Factory Stores where you get to win a $100 gift card to store of your choice. Gave away some cards today. We did. Very exciting. It was really cool. 100 bucks to a store. I mean, at Ben Factory Stores, is like your one-stop shop for school shopping, plus with Nike and Columbia, Maurice's, Rack Room Shoes. I Can't mean, go the, wrong. the list goes on. That's right. So th- huge thank you to Ben Factory Stores helping us get um, some gift cards in listeners' pockets. Um, we did this... Um, giveaway on our Instagram. So if you're not following us there, make sure to do so. That's right. And earlier in the week, we gave away tickets to see Revolution, right? which was fun. And next week, we have so many more giveaways. So it's oh, like man. it never ends, really. My Soul, Beyonce, all the hits, 1077 The Beat, Megan and Eric. This is wild. And I'm so excited about it because um, at the end of the month, we're going to go to Las Vegas celebrating Thorne's 30th. And it's going to be a lot of fun. But it turns out uh, they have something else that we can do besides you know go dancing and like you know stroll through the casinos this is uh, a place where we can go get some delicious bite to eat it's called bacon nation wow that sounds incredible it's going to be open 24 7 at some point this fall just kidding we're not going to go we're going to have to obviously save it for another time. I thought it was open already. That's sad. That's all right. Okay. Well, here's the thing. I'm sure you'll be able to find somewhere to get some bacon. Now all I can think about is bacon. I couldn't agree more. This this restaurant um, in the fall is going to offer 14 variations of house-cured bacon, including lemon pepper, brown sugar, teriyaki, jalapeno, buffalo. Oh, the list goes on. And it says they're going to make sandwiches oh i can't wait i'm gonna have to check this out (laughs) did you know that instead of using bread for the sandwiches they're going to use bacon that's weaved together to create come on i know now i mean i don't even i don't even know my brain's melting been an exciting day today it really has it's been a beautiful day happy friday too. yes go 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 lots happening this week yeah. especially at hayden homes amphitheater can we get a round of applause for everybody who's working those shows yeah big round of applause thank you to everyone wow. working providing services food everything that we need there to enjoy the shows seriously and it, like the fun continues my morning jacket is tonight and then it's mount joy tomorrow oh gosh, i forgot that there's back-to-backs coming it was up. back-to-back from monday to Saturday. And that's just what I remember right now. I'm sure there's like probably one next week, early next week. I don't know. I think Atmosphere and Iration actually are the following week on Thursday. We know that, but there might be something in between that I'm missing. There's gotta be. I tell you, that show, those shows over there. It's not as if there's any shortage of things to do around here, people. And that's true too. As we're heading into the weekend, um, lots of fun things happening. I know that, you know, um, uh, Munch and Music last night. That's right. They it was the last one, up, wasn't it? And it was a huge hit. Friends Good. were there, posted on social media, looked great. They had a great run. Good. So, Eric, what are you doing this weekend? I am spending a lot of time with a newborn baby, as usual. And I think we are going to try and emerge into the world, maybe to go to lunch or something. Ooh, and, fun. Uh, maybe as much as I talked about how I don't love brunch anymore, I think we're actually going to end up doing a brunch. Well, sometimes on occasion, they're just what you need. I get it. As long as we don't have to wait in lines, you know? I know, right. Maybe what you can do is just put your name in ahead of time and then go home. It's, it takes a process, but... Now we're thinking. Or we'll just hang out in our car. Or hang out in your car. Car. It's all coming together now. <laughs> Central Oregon, have a wonderful weekend. Um, Eric and I are back on Monday for more giveaways galore. If you're not following us on social media, you guys wait till we announce who we're uh, giving you the opportunity to win tickets to see oh boy. come Monday. It's going to be a lot of fun. Have a great weekend. Take an Uber. You know the drill. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Awesome. Thanks for listening to the Megan and Eric Show podcast. Catch the show live weekdays from 7 to noon on 1077 The Beat.